Hello and welcome back to Building Sounds, the podcast exploring the stories behind the people, places and projects in our city. Brought to you by the London Festival of Architecture, I'm your host Eliza Grosvenor. Over the next two episodes, we'll be exploring some of the projects that form part of LFA 2023 and discovering the stories behind each of the designs. To start with, we'll be talking with the designers of this year's Pewed and Perch Adventures, a design competition in collaboration with the Royal Docks team. Now in its fourth edition, this series of benches aims to improve London public realm, celebrate emerging talent, and connect people with the buildings and spaces around them. We start with Round the Neighbourhood in front of UTC's campus and work anti-clockwise around the docks towards Float at Royal Albert Wharf. The conversations can be listened to from the comfort of your own home, However, for the best experience, we recommend seeing the benches in person as part of a self-guided walking tour. As you walk between the benches, you'll be able to pause the episode and restart in the next location. When you're ready, our first designers, Jericho and Nicholas, design and engineering students from UTC, will reveal the inspiration behind their bench around the neighbourhood. Our team is LVE. The bench's name is Round the Neighbourhood. The concept of our bench is a central spinning seat surrounded by other seats of different heights, sizes and colours, representing different walks of life. Many people commute through Royal Docks, either to go to school or go towards the DLR station. Many people pass by there. So having our bench placed in that central area it allows more and more people to come together and talk to each other and get to know one another. One of the key inspirations of our bench is Andrew's bench. Andrew Bong was one of the previous winners, and we wanted to promote the theme of rebirth. Being sustainable is something that's more important as time goes on. So we thought it was a good idea to give Andrew's bench a third life. It used to be scaffolding. Now it's an art piece of a bench and soon it will be reused for our bench. After two years of avoiding social contact, it's about time we light up that social fire by getting to know each other again. One of the key things about Round the Neighbourhood is the spinning central seat. It's meant to promote storytelling. Different seats of different heights refer to different walks of life. So being able to share those stories by going around the neighbourhood, that's the thing that we want to try and promote, talking to each other again. Where we're situated is right next to a university. From my own experience, not that many people talk to each other here. So being able to integrate between both uni and college is, well, quite important. Every person has a different story to tell, maybe in a different configuration. We want people to spread around their own experiences and their stories towards each other so they can walk away knowing that they've made a new friend, when choosing the materials, we were trying to think about the sustainability of the bench. So not only did we look for something that was aesthetically pleasing to the public and ourselves, we also chose something that would link to the key ideas of our bench. So for those reasons, we picked OSB board because the strands that were using it were recycled from old timbers. In order to make such large seats, we had to use a bandsaw with a sudden configuration 
that would allow us to make the circumference much easier and have less time spent on finishing it off in order to create it aesthetically pleasing. After we got through cutting all the materials down, for the seeds, we had to first prime it using a sustainable primer. After that was set and cured, we were able to stain the seeds separately with the colors being mainly red, orange, blue, and purple. Me and a separate team competed last year. We didn't win, but we ended up taking notes after we lost, coming together and making a new team, learning from what we've done. And now all of that hard work paid off. We now have a bench. Coming from somewhere where you don't get as many opportunities as near the rural docks or within LDUTC, it was quite different from what I experienced. So not only did I find it such a nice challenge, but it actually motivated me to kind of get outside of the box I've created. It was very invigorating and very life-changing, basically. My name's Kate. And I'm Andrew. And our bench is called the Chit Chat Chair. It's based beside the Royal Victoria Dock Floating Gardens. It came to quite a strong concept in the end, derived both of the festival's theme being in common and the location uh, being by the docks. We quite liked the idea that in the past the docks was being crazy and bustling and they've obviously gone through a decline and a quietening over 50 years, but now there's a regeneration programme, which is bringing a lot of public realm to quite a unique environment. The Pews and Purchase competition, you know, creates these little moments of public realm, which are quite fun. And the in common theme means that we quite like that idea of sparking spontaneous conversations by putting people in our bench, which is a rather intimate composition. So you almost you're, you're end up facing somebody directly, so you almost have to speak with them. And so that brings a bit of the bustle back. The bench takes the shape of a kind of S-curve, so it means that when people are sitting at the bench, they're indirectly facing each other, which sets it apart from normal kind of park benches where people tend to sit in a linear line or will sit as far away from each other as possible at either end of the bench. So I think this whole idea about maybe sparking spontaneous conversation, maybe with people that you don't know, people are sitting side by side, facing opposite directions, looking at different things, but in in a good position to be able to talk easily. What we really hope is that it's a kind of vessel for new conversations. This S-shape is made up of a hundred vertical battens. Most of them have had to be cut to a small taper to make that curved shape, which is quite a labour-intensive process. But again, because we're using materials that are all individually small pieces, it's meant that we've been able to build the bench ourselves in the workshop and assemble it on site. Both timber and steel 
feel very apt for a former port. Sort of the material you always think of when you think of ships or barrels or anything that you imagine coming on and off ships by the quayside. And there's a, a quality to those materials that weathers in a way that you also associate with post-industrial sites. There's also a, a familiarity and a tactility that people quite like, especially with timber. It feels natural, but it, it changes over time, which is quite nice. I think we were also keen to use a off-the-shelf material and something that's very manageable piece by piece. But when all these pieces are assembled, hopefully makes something quite unusual. We've stumbled across sort of an accidental objective theme where in designing our S-shaped bench, we've almost got these two cylinders that sit side by side. And, uh, and because they're composed from stripped timber that's held together with steel braces, we realised that we've accidentally created two contemporary barrels sitting side by side. And uh, you see that throughout all the historic pictures of the Royal Victoria Top. I think it's something really nice about doing this kind of work in a little team and kind of problem solving as you go and nothing is quite how you expect it to be. Things always take longer than you expect. But I think being kind of flexible about the way that you do things and the amount of time that you need to do it, it's just great to be doing something practical. We've built up a steady portfolio of small-scale bespoke projects, ranging from anything from sheds to staircases to bits of furniture in the house, even a classroom. Because every design we do is different, we always end up having to work out new processes, new tools in the workshop. But we've built up a confidence of handcraft, which helps us go forward with our projects. We met studying architecture and now both work as architects. So it's great to get the opportunity to actually see something that you've designed and then able to build in a relatively short period of time because most of the projects that we're involved in take years. We've always done things either for ourselves or for family and friends, but doing something that's going to be in the public space and can be used and interpreted by hopefully lots of people is really exciting. My name is Admiral. I'm originally from Kazakhstan and I have lived in the UK for almost 10 years now. And currently I'm a London-based uh, architectural designer. My bench is called Together We Hold. During the making of the bench, I have been reflecting on the concept a lot. I believe that the topic is not something that can be taken easily. The competition deadline was at the end of 2022. And I remember there was a lot going on in the world at the time and still going on. Just to highlight some of like the big issues, it was um, mass protests in Iran against women's dress codes violations and a um, very scary, terrible war in Ukraine. And I personally have friends who used to live there and told me stories about women who were left alone or with childcare in houses without heat and electricity. And like spanning all the way to the US where kind of the abortion uh, rights issue, which is a basic human right issue, um, happened in June 2022. And with all that being said, there is the other side where people were creating safe space for women together. And whether it's women on the cafe in Iran, where women don't have to obey the dress code, or I saw... Ukrainian women standing together on the Trafalgar Square in London, singing, just comforting each other and creating that comforting safe space. 
And I find that very inspiring that standing together, we can build a safe space for women and make it one of the priorities because at the moment it's not. The bench was hugely informed by standing together, holding things together and like moving forward and trying to fight for our rights. The design intention was that there are four women figures holding the bench up and although the shapes are kind of flowy and curvy and it looks very joyful, it almost, if you look closely to the bench, it looks like the top is very heavy and you can see that the figures are trying to carry the weight of the top of the bench with all parts of their body, no matter if it's back or face or hand. And the figures look almost uncomfortable that they're holding the bench together. As for materials and the kind of the whole structure. I was very wrong in the beginning when I was flying for the competition with my like submission. I thought there would be one piece welded together from steel. And I thought that the entire part would not need any structural elements, which was very silly of me. But within the process and considering that we have the budget and the fabricators uh, sketches, the materials have changed. Initially, I was using steel only. So the the shapes and everything looks very light and almost thin like a one piece, but um, eventually ended up being a plywood cladding around the bench and the steel frame on the inside to hold the bench together. With the plywood, because it has a certain thickness to it, we managed to integrate an etching line where the shape's cutting through. And that's why you can see that kind of in-depth and the shapes almost pop out from the bench. It's very inspiring once you do certain projects and once you commit yourself to something, uh, the amount of support that you would get from people around you. Um, I was desperate to find a fabricator and not many fabricators were willing to work with me because I'm kind of young and probably not very professional. But I asked my colleague if she knows anyone and she referred me to her previous manager. I reached out to the manager and then her previous manager referred me to the fabricator. So that's how I found my fabricator. From the visual perspective, when the LFA reached out and said that the bench will be installed in Lyle Park, I was very happy because I was designing it for this location. And I love London parks. Um, and I think colorful objects look very good surrounded by the greenery. I think this bench is kind of a bit odd because it's so colorful and so curvy. I think it's always fun to have something odd and out of the place, especially in the park. I would love to see kids interacting with it, pedestrian interacting with it as well. I hope the bench will bring joy to people in the first place. That's the most important thing, I think, uh, with its flowing shapes and colors. I'm a big believer in colors and curves in everyday design, uh, that they can make us feel better physically and mentally. It looks one thing but then if you look closer to it it looks like completely another thing and just open to interpretation really for pedestrians and people passing by we hold together bench is hugely informed by my practice which is i called it side gig uh, both conceptually and visually as i create prints on the side to my full-time job the first print i created in 2020 was during my master's thesis at the architecture school, where I investigated hidden homelessness amongst women in the UK and the lack of access to menstrual hygiene and sanitation. 
And the first print was a diagrammatic zoning plan, which looked like a figurative shape to women. And I was that exploring a soft transition between spaces for my project. And, and the print just ended up being there in this kind of feminine flowing shapes uh, with lots of colors in it. What I'm exploring today through my prints is our body's rights, um, the softness associated with the feminine forms, and kind of trying to understand how to live joyfully within our bodies, no matter what they look like and no matter what we think they should look like. Prints, I've been doing it for three years and I've always wanted to do uh, a physical object, which is why I think as a whole, like the London Festival of Architecture provides a phenomenal opportunity for young professionals to showcase their talent and share their thoughts and concerns. I believe there is a substantial lack of support for young creatives in general, and I think we need more competitions like this. My name is Kenta. And I'm Astrid. And we are running a practice called Akasaki Bamis in Shoreditch, London. Our project name is Float. Our bench is basically inspired by the site elements and the design matched to the environment. The first thing we did was to go on site to visit the site and uh, to yeah, walk around, take pictures, also because the brief was in common. So we really tried to understand where it's going to be. We noticed the site was very industrial and the maritime heritage. So we were really inspired by that for the design. The brief asked us to design bench, which is standing on the site for more than one year in the outside environment. So, of course, we care about the material, uh, which is good for water, like rain or wind. We didn't want to attach to the ground, so somehow we try to think the bench should be bit weight. It can stand on the ground. Finally, we chose the material like a bricks, which is a kind of the best solution for our design this time. I mean, if you walk there, you will see there is only bricks. All the buildings from the past are made from bricks, like some factories. Also, all the new builds, they have like a brick finish. So yeah, for us, it was really logical to use this. Bricks are modular, so when we stack, it's going to be, of course, a kind of a rectangular shape. But then we were interested in like the same method, like just cut and stacks. Also, the objects around the site is also curved. So directly, like we got the idea uh, of the shape of round or curved shape and rather than like solid, uh, like a rectangle or these kind of shapes. It's very uh, unexpected to have this kind of float soft shape made from bricks. We like that it's a round shape, so it creates a kind of flow around the bench. It's not very intimidating. You can just arrive, walk around. There's no hierarchy for the direction. So we can sit any positions. 
It's quite a playful shape. The bricks were donated by a company called Michel Merch, so it was really kind. The brick we are using is actually is a dead stocks from the brick company. So it's, it's kind of waste for the brick supplier. And so they don't have the way to use them. We, we decided to use those bricks, like turn them to street bench for the public. We enter the competition because uh, like Kenta is architect and I'm a product designer. So it was like, um, first, I mean, we launched our studio last year, so it was a really good opportunity for us. This year is our year two, and past year, uh, we more like focus on smaller projects, like such as like uh, stationary or lighting and really small scales. But our like a uh, kind of goal is doing many type of scale of the design, not only small. So then, okay, let's say this year could be uh, furniture or this kind of street furniture design as a next step. Then we found this opportunity. So yeah, why not to uh, challenge and we, we think. Yeah. So. so yeah, we thought the brief was really good for us. It's a bench design, but we use kind of process of uh, buildings actually, like a material is a bricks. And also we are working with not only brick supplier, but also contractor who is a building actually real house. So it's for us really collaboration, like a perspective of architects and uh, designer. We always try to make something in between, let's say, architecture and industrial design, like always using knowledge from both I think this time it's kind of architectural language plus furniture industrial design language. It looks like a simple brick ring bench, but actually in a very small scale, we had a lot of detail actually to achieve this design. Architecture is usually, we are thinking like 1 to 100, 1 to 50, 1 to 10, this kind of scale. On the other hand, like product design, sometimes we think more than one-to-one, -one, like a really large scale. So we mix two types of scale of the perspectives. We fight this time mixed knowledge. Amazing. We've now come to the end of the trail. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Building Sound. This conversation was produced and edited by Katia Spears. To learn more about the benches, head to lfa.london pews. It's festival month, so we'll be back with a new episode next week, hearing the stories behind the 2023 showroom showcase design, a design competition which sees waste materials being transformed into innovative installation by emerging architects and designers then displayed in some of London's leading showrooms. Until then, if you've liked this episode, make sure to follow the channel and maybe share the conversation with a friend or colleague. Until next time. <laughs>